0: I just want to give you guys a few quick disclaimers before you watch this sorry it sounds like an asmr like i really wasn't trying for that i was just trying to be quiet but i guess it sounds like that also this is my first podcast and i did i did edit out like i tried to edit but i'm not good at that so sorry if it seems a bit choppy or if you can't hear me at some parts like hopefully i get better if i stick at this and yes this is 15 minutes about me talking about a movie so if you have something better to do with your time please do it thank you guys enjoy Hi, y'all. My name's Jennifer, but you can call me Jen, like my seventh grade science teacher did. Um, So I don't really use social media or even actually regularly listen to podcasts, so we'll see how this goes. But um, just I want y'all to get to know me, so I think you should know that I really love to rant and talk. And I have an iPhone 6, and it kind of sucks and glitches all the time. So I barely like, like I don't text paragraphs. sex, not a thing I do. So I, I do voice messages. I do voice messages. So that's really the inspiration behind this podcast. So prepare to feel like my best friends who are sick and tired of me sending them voice messages that goes on for hours and hours. Um, and also get ready to understand why they all think I'm crazy. So, what we're going to be talking about today does have spoilers, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite movies in the world, it's called Atonement, but basically I found this movie during quarantine, like the very beginning of quarantine, and it really, it really is really good, it's a good movie, it's a really good movie, Um, but I found it because I was like, I don't know why I decided to rewatch the X-Men out of all things on the planet, I was like, oh, Professor X, which is like the guy in the wheelchair who's bald. Like, I don't feel, no. Anyway, but like I was watching the newer X Men. This is important. I swear, I'm not just rambling. Um, and I like, I was like, who is that guy? Like, he looks oddly familiar. And I looked him up, and his name's actually James McAvoy. And <laughs> no, does he look familiar? He's the he's the bald guy from Split. Like, you'd think I'd put two and two together, considering like he's bald in both of the movies. Like, it's not that hard. But I didn't figure that out. And I was going through the IMDb, and I was like, okay, what else is he in? Like, he looks so familiar. And I saw Atonement, and I was like, well, I've never watched that. And when I'm bored, like, not when I'm bored, but, like, when I don't know what to watch next, then I'll just, like, if I like an actor, I'll just go through their entire IMDb list, like, literally. So I was like, okay, let me try this out. And I really fell in love with it. I I really loved it. It made me cry, like, a lot. But it's been a while since I've watched it and I want to give y'all like my raw reaction. So I'm actually gonna go watch it and the next time you hear me, like I would have been like after I watched the movie and I'll probably be crying a little. If not, then wow, I was brave. But yeah, so we'll see how this goes. Okay, wow, I'm back guys. So I didn't really cry but but like, I mean, if you watch it the first time around, I definitely think you was, like, it still got wrenching, like, it still hurts, um, and I'm not gonna lie, it's still, I think I could watch that movie a few couple more times, like, I think it definitely could be one of my favorites, like, if people are gonna be like, you know, I'm about to go into college, so, you know that, like, the freaking icebreakers, like, oh, what's your favorite movie, like, eh, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a movie I could say, for sure. Okay, so let me give you guys a rundown of the plot before, because you guys might not actually watch it It's like a two hour movie I get it Oh, by the way If you do want to watch it though It's on Peacock Which is like the new NBC No, this isn't sponsored Like this is my first podcast Like I wouldn't be able to get sponsorships Even if I wanted to But it's a pretty good I mean, it's free Like you have like 160 seconds of the ads And then you'll watch the movie But whatever, it's there and it's free And basically So let me give you a rundown of the plot So the characters So there's Robbie Who's James McAvoy uh, Cecilia Who's Carrie Knightley uh, young Cherche Ronan, um, who plays Brienne, Talis, funky name, and yeah, those are, like, the three main characters, so basically, like, Robbie is the housekeeper's son, and the family, oh, they're, like, the rich family's rich, they're from England, so everyone has a British accent, so come on, how could you not love the movie, and everyone in it, like, they're freaking gorgeous, um, so the family, like, the family's dad, whatever, he paid for Robbie to study at Cambridge, to get like his degree, whatever. And he comes back and like he mentions to, like everyone's back. And Cecilia and Briony's brother comes into town with Paul Marshall, which is like his friend who owns a chocolate factory and he's making chocolates for the army. Oh, I probably should have mentioned this is set in World War Two. So it starts off, yeah, so it's set in World War Two, and basically um, at the beginning, like Cecilia's filling a glass, uh, a vase with flowers. And Robbie goes and tries to help her, and he, she breaks the vase, and, like, the accident, like, the vase, and it falls into the fountain, and so then she goes into the, like, she literally strips down, like, I don't know, we don't wear these, like, little, like, little dress, like, little, sh- like, very sheer dress. Anyway, she goes into the fountains, there's a lot of sexual tension, but it's very beautiful, and then, but Brienne's been watching from the window, and she thinks, like, something bad happened, like, she thinks, she thinks the worst, you know? because, like, she's also 13, like, she doesn't know, she doesn't know what sex is, she thinks something went down, but obviously they were just, you know, there at the fountain, and that's the thing about the movie, it's like, it switches between the two perspectives like a bunch, so it's interesting to watch, um, and then, oh, just warning you, or, I mean, you've already watched it, or you don't care, it's a total mind fuck. like, it really is, like, switching of perspectives, and then when we finally get to the ending, which I'll talk about later, it's just like, the first time I watched it, because, okay, for legal reason, I can't say that I watched it like that, so I didn't, I did not, but I maybe did not, right, did not, keep that in mind, watch it on a website that has like those funky like ads, and that may or may not, not given a virus to my computer, maybe, or try to, I not, didn't watch it that way, right, this time I watched it on Pico. But the first time around, I maybe did not do that. Um, so it was hard to watch, and there was no, like, subtitles, so I was kind of confused, but whatever. Uh, but it's, it was still good. You see, like, I loved it that much, and I didn't even understand what was happening, really. And uh, and so that night, there's a dinner party with everyone. And when they get to the dinner party, like, when Robbie gets to the dinner party, it's literally the most... Ama- oh, sorry, I probably should have mentioned this. He wrote a letter... Uh, to Cecilia, because apparently, you know, they want to, I guess they want to be together, and they met, like, they had time together at Cambridge, like, I guess, I don't know if they were a cup, I don't know if they were, but whatever. And he literally sends her a letter accidentally, saying, I want to kiss your cunt, basically, which obviously scandalous for the 40s, but, very, but he, he, like, wrote it on a typewriter, he was fancy with it, but he accidentally sent it, so, oops, and he gave it to it's a to give it to Cecilia and she reads the freaking letter because she's a nose bitch like come on and so she's like oh my god like this guy's crazy and so she gives a letter to Cecilia Cecilia's like damn and Robbie gets to the party all dressed up in suits and I don't if you don't know obviously you don't know me, but I people in suits like guys in suits like I don't know like in girls in suits too like I don't know Suits just evoke so much power, and like, I don't mean like political power, like, I just think they look powerful, and they look sexy, like, I I really do like suits, like, I love wearing suits, and I like seeing people in suits, and seeing James McAvoy, and I don't know what age he was, in a suit, creme de la creme, it was really good, it was really nice, so we get to the party, oh, and Kira Knightley is in the most beautiful gown, the most beautiful green silk gown, it drapes down, like, her back's exposed, like, it's so gorgeous, like, would it fit on me nice? No. But one day, one day, I wish to look like that, really. Um, but either way, like, honestly, I might just not have a wedding dress. I'll just wear that green gown. You know what? Let's get back to the point. Um, so so he gets there, and then they, you know, they start doing the nasty. But it's not, like, nasty. Like, it's passionate. It's, it, it's beautiful. It's art. They freaking make it look like art. And I don't know how they do it. It was just, it was, you know what I mean? Like, it was just an incredible, wow. And Brienne, being the nosy bitch that she is, walks in on them. Can you believe that? Walks in on them. So she's like, oh, my God, he's a sex maniac. Blah, blah, blah. And so at the dinner, they're, like, holding hands on the table like the cutest shit. Oh, my God. And then, the, oh, I probably should have mentioned. So there were, like, these two little twin boys. Like, I still can't figure out the lineage, cousins, I don't know, whatever these two little twin redhead boys, and they went missing. And so there was, like, a whole search party for them. Everyone splits up, And while Briony is searching for them, like, with a flashlight, because it's a big house, and, like, they have a bunch of greenery, whatever. And she goes to search, and it's at night. And she sees, like, her other cousin, which is, like, the, the two little boys' sister, like, being raped. And, like, but she has her eyes covered, so she doesn't know who it was. But... um. Like, as the audience, like, as, as you're watching, the movie, you know, it's, like, Paul Marshall, which is the chocolate dude who's friends with the family's brother, whatever. And, but, Br- uh, Brian says, it's Robbie. And obviously it was a Robbie. And so, Rob, and, like, and then she shows him the letter. And then, like, they're, like, oh, okay, like, let's take him, right? So, but Robbie had gone out, like, at the search party. So, he comes back with the two little twins. Like, literally, like, save the twins, you know. And then he gets arrested. Like, huh? And then him and uh, Cecilia have, like, this really sad goodbye whatever. And then he's in jail. And then he gets sent to the army because, like, World War Two, da-da-da. Um, and then we get to one of the most incredible scenes ever. Like, y'all, I know y'all all only watched Dunkirk for Harry Styles. Like, I'm exposing y'all. I know you did. But if you really want to see, like, I mean, Dunkirk was good. But if you really want to see, like, a good Dunkirk scene, like, go watch it home and like, just watch the, it's a one, like, one shot, like, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the one shots, but basically, like, they film continuously for X amount of time, like, they did that in that 19th, another war film that, like, won an Oscar, or tried to win an Oscar, whatever those, and it's, like, a seven-minute scene, and, like, in the scene, they're, like, killing horses, and, like, the soldiers are singing, like, it's impactful, like, even if you don't care about the romance, which is the only reason why I was there, but, um, and James McAvoy, beautiful, Pretty blue eyes and Carrie Knightley's gorgeous green dress, but very, very incredible. Videography might not be the word, but I tried. Um, and from there, like, he's waiting so that they're like, apparently, like, the boats that were gonna take the soldiers off Dunkirk wasn't gonna get there, but whatever. And then you switch to, like, back to where and in. Brian is now 18, and she's a nurse in London. And so basically, Uh, to make this long story short basically Brienne is an author and she wrote a book about her life right? she wrote an autobiography but in the autobiography she was like oh and then Robbie and Cecilia get back together after he comes back from the war and Dunkirk was a success which obviously if you pay attention in history or watch the fucking Harry Styles film you know it didn't happen so basically she made up their like happy lives together um, even though Fun fact: This is why every like this is why I cried because they both had died. Like, well, he died at Dunkirk. He didn't make it. Like, he literally died the last evacuation. Like, what the heck? Like, why can't he just live? And she died under the f- tunnels or something like in London or in somewhere in England. Like, because there was like a flood. Cause, like, they exploded some bombs and they died like four months apart from each other. So. Um, and it's just so sad, because you don't figure that out until the end, because, like, they make you believe that that they got their little happy ending, and that, like, they confronted Brittany and told her, like, yo, like, you screwed up my life, also one of the most beautiful scenes. But anyway, just the videography, the, in, like, the buildup of emotion. Oh, oh, I forgot to, how did I forget to mention this? James McAvoy speaks French in it. Yo, come on, come on, he speaks French. And, I don't know, this, this dude... I, I mean, I don't know. I know it's impossible. Like, we're not living in World War Two, thank God. And it's 2020 about writing about some girl. Like, how much she dreams about her cunt. But I think... I just... I don't know. It's just the delicate, romantic nature of this. Obviously, so fake, so sad. If only. But I really... I think it's a really good movie. And... Oh, also... We need to talk about Shershi Ronan. Saoirse, Cher-she- I'm probably butchering her name, and I'm so sorry. Shershi Ronan, Ronan, she her, her acting. Holy shit! Like she was acting as a 13 year old. I don't know how she actually was when she recorded the movie, but girl, I was in a movie. I have an IMDb. Like I was in a movie when I was 12, and I'm not going to tell you the name for legal, actually not legal reasons. I just, I'm. I don't want to be clowned. You're the clown for listening to this, but yo, she's just a good actor, I'm very, I was very impressed, like, making me want to hate a 13-year-old, like, that's some deep level of emotion you gotta put in there, and she acts so innocent, like, that's the thing, like, the take is that she's so innocent, she doesn't understand better, but at the end of the day, you're like, no, like, Robbie and Cecilia deserve better, like, y'all did them dirty, they died, like, it's not, it's not okay, and honestly, the fact that they died probably just means that shit was too good to be true, you know what? That's it. But that library scene, though, if y'all know about what I'm talking about, if y'all actually watch it, if y'all just Google it, the library scene, (laughs) chef's kiss, chef's freaking kiss, because that, that set up so many, like, that, that scene alone set up so many bad expectations for me, because that, you know what? No, forget it. I can't talk about this on a podcast. That would be a different type of podcast. But, um, yeah, I think that's it. Shout out to my friend Andrea who heard this rant already three months ago when I first watched this movie and and knows how knows how much I really like this film. Cinematic masterpiece, I, I would call it. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Thank y'all for listening. I don't know if I'm doing this again. I'm hoping so because I really want to prove something here. But thanks for listening to My Insanity, and I hope you catch me next time on Jen's Voice Messages. Um, I really I'm just doing this randomly so let me know if you guys if there's something y'all want to hear me talk about and your comments on atonement if you watched it before or after you do, like I said you can see it on Peacock or you could just listen to this podcast and basically know everything that's happened. So thank you for your ears and I hope y'all come back soon. Bye.